everyone, and thank you for tuning in to SNC Adventures Talk It Out. My name is Paige, and I'm here with Dr. Jeremy Doty. Hi, everybody. So, Jeremy, tell me a little bit about your your time up until this point with traveling, with your education, whatever you want to share. Well, I think one easy way to put it is I've come full circle. <laughs> so, I'm originally from a small rural farming community, Hortonville, Okay. if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> uh, my parents did not go to college, mm -hmm. so my mom, uh, as I was growing up, worked for a paper company mm -hmm. in Appleton, and my dad was a mechanic at a Harley-Davidson dealership. Mm. So for them, education was something that they certainly valued for me. Um, but personally, it just wasn't a path down which they navigated. Mm -hmm. So um, the reason why, so I actually went to St. Norbert for my undergrad. And the mm. reason why I chose St. Norbert was all because of a study abroad experience that I had in high school. Yeah. So I decided to escape Hortonville <laughs> and I wanted to study abroad in Germany for the rest of my high school uh, career. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And then I searched for a college that had a strong study abroad program, mm -hmm. German international studies as majors. Mm -hmm. And I landed upon St. Norbert. So I had a really, really rich undergraduate experience here. I had the opportunity to study abroad. Um, and then as I, you know, got to my senior year, I was really unsure of what I wanted to do afterwards. So I met with a lot of faculty and staff members across campus, and I eventually landed upon the Peace Corps. Because it, it combined two really strong passions of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, one is, you know, learning another language, all things international. But the second was service. Um, so I thought it was a great uh, avenue for me to pursue. So I ended up, after graduating from St. Norbert, going to Ukraine mm -hmm. for a little over two years to teach English in a small rural community. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved back to the States, uh, I did my graduate program at the School for International Training in Vermont, and then a job opened up at St. Norbert. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I thought about how much I loved my time here as an undergrad. So mm -hmm. I worked here for four years as a study abroad advisor. I loved every minute of it, <laughs> but there was always something deep inside of me that said, you, you know, go get your PhD. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I moved to Ohio. I went to Bowling Green State University, got my Ph.D., and then, you know, roughly four years later, another job pulled me back here to St. Norbert, <laughs> and, I, and I now work as the director of study abroad. You can't get away from St. Norbert. I can't get away. So that's why I say full circle is, you know, I started here when I was, what, 18 years old, mm -hmm. and now I'm 35, and I'm still here. <laughs> But not for long. But not for long. Yeah. What's the next step in your journey? So the next adventure starts next month already. <sighs> so in January, I'm moving to London. Wow. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. I thought about um, the time that I've spent here. And one message that I always try to deliver to students is to continue to push yourself outside of your comfort mm -hmm. zone. Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I really think that's where some of the best learning takes place. Although we may, Although we may not like it initially, 
Um, you really learn a lot about yourself, about other people, about the world around you when you mm -hmm. do something like that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm deciding to sell my house, mm -hmm. sell all of my belongings, <laughs> move to London without a job. <laughs> and all of those things are very scary for me. <laughs> but I know that I have the capacity to settle in mm -hmm. and uh, I'm excited for the journey. Yeah. So you think your experiences with moving to Ukraine, and you also were living in South Africa for portions during your PhD training? That, that's right. So one of the reasons why I chose my graduate program at Bowling Green is because they had connections with the University of the Western Cape, mm -hmm. which is a, a university in Cape Town, South Africa. So I was able to um, spend the first summer after my my first year on campus at University of the Western Cape, working in their Office of Leadership and Social Responsibility. And then I was so inspired that the next summer I took a group of about 20 graduate students there okay. for a short-term study abroad course. Mm -hmm. And then I needed to go back the next summer. <laughs> so I did some research there for my dissertation and actually... Before coming back to St. Norbert as the director of study abroad, the plan was to move to South Africa really? and work at Stellenbosch University, University of Cape Town. Mm -hmm. But there was something special about St. Norbert that just pulled me back here. Mm -hmm. So South Africa is just on hold for now. <laughs> I, I know I'll get back there. Yeah. Um, I don't know when, but mm -hmm. I'll get back. I feel that as well. <laughs> Having studied abroad in South Africa, it's just such a special country, and I feel drawn to it as well. Yeah, yeah. I I really liked being on campus of the University of the Western Cape, just mm -hmm. because it was a totally new experience for me. Mm -hmm. Most people, even when I was there, thought, oh, you're, you're working at University of Cape Town, mm -hmm. right? They would assume. And I'm like, no, I am <laughs> on the outskirts of the city. Yeah at a campus where it's, you know, 45% black African, 45% colored, mm -hmm. and only 5% white, 5% mm -hmm. Indian, Asian. So for me, it was, it was really um, impactful to yeah. have that sort of work experience. What do you think you learned the most from that school and that uh, time? Right. Um, it taught me, you know, a lot about apartheid mm -hmm. um, because I went mm -hmm. to South Africa knowing the basics, mm -hmm. um, but even just with informal conversations with my colleagues in mm -hmm. the in the office, they taught me so much about a lot of the nuances that are really difficult to. Uh, understand by just reading a book mm -hmm. or doing your own personal research. Yeah. Um, plus, I learned a lot about social issues that affect South Africa even 20 years after apartheid mm -hmm. because a lot of my work was uh, focused on community engagement. Mm -hmm. So I was helping uh, students find volunteer or service opportunities and oftentimes we would be working with the community partners, which allowed me to hear kind of these firsthand testimonials of of issues that they're dealing with in usually townships. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just, you know, it was it was an opportunity just full of new learning. And I love moments like that. Mm -hmm. That sounds magical. <laughs> it, is, it, is, 
It is magical. And, that, and that's why I think I need to leave St. Norbert mm-hmm. is because part of me feels that I'm just playing it too safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people on campus. I know how things work. Mm-hmm. I know where my favorite spots are in this community. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's time to shake it up a little bit because if I think about my professional trajectory, I need to make sure that I'm growing through the years and I can't just um, stay in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, cause you said you want students to know that they should push themselves outside their comfort zone. What else would you want students to remember you by? Um, I hope that, students really see that um, they're always my first priority. Mm-hmm. I mean, my work here at the college is never about me. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I do, whether it's new programs that we create or new partnerships that we develop or even new um, opportunities within our office that we we create. I mean, all of that is meant to benefit the student experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so oftentimes I think I end up over committing just because <laughs> I have so much passion for what I do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think back to my own time as an undergraduate at St. Norbert, mm-hmm. and it was a very positive experience. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that students can have just as positive or even better Mm -hmm. an experience than I had. Moving forward and going to London, Mm -hmm. how do you think your past experiences of living in other countries is helping you prepare Mm -hmm. for this big move? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of uncertainty Mm -hmm. with this move. Yeah. There are a lot of questions that I don't have the answer to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think had I not, had the international experiences under my belt Mm -hmm. that I've discussed, I probably would be extremely anxious uh, getting onto this plane next month. (laughs) But I'm going to embrace it because I know that I am able to deal with ambiguity. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, from my own study abroad experiences and from living in places like Ukraine Mm -hmm. and South Africa, you develop a lot of Mm self-confidence. So I feel like I have a strong understanding of who I am. I know what my strengths and my weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can tolerate ambiguity. So um, I look forward to some of those challenges because I know that, yes, although it's going to be difficult perhaps in the first month or two, Mm -hmm. um, that it's going to be totally worth it um, six months, seven months down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, you know, I think through your own international travels, you also develop the ability to uh, engage with people who are different from you. Mm -hmm. And I take a lot of interest in those social interactions. I really like learning about, the narratives of people with different backgrounds for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm quite excited to start forming a new community Mm -hmm. in London, whether it's at a new workplace or in new social organizations with which I engage, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be really exciting for me to develop new connections. Mm -hmm. I wish you the best in that. Thank you. (laughs) I hope it works out. (laughs)
<laughs> and service has been such an important aspect of your life with participating mm-hmm. in the Peace Corps. And I know you did Brothers and Sisters yep. when you were in Green Bay. Do you have hopes of continuing service while living in London? Well, that's actually that's a great question because somebody the other day asked me, you know, are you going to stay in higher education? Mm. And I'm using this transition as a space to really pause Mm. and think about what my next step is going to be. Because, Mm -hmm. again, the easy approach would be, okay, I can look for jobs at a university in Mm -hmm. international education Mm -hmm. and do something that's very similar to what I do on a daily basis now and Mm -hmm. appear. But uh, that's not really my motivation for going to London. My yeah. motivation is to really, um, you know, expand my professional expertise, to to live these new experiences, and to grow as a better human being. Mm-hmm. So, uh, part of me wants to explore uh, professional opportunities in the nonprofit sector mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. because. Um, I'm hopeful that there are opportunities out there where, again, I can combine these interests in international education Mm -hmm. and service. So um, it's going to take some research and some digging, Mm -hmm. but um, perhaps that's the next step for me is Mm -hmm. to find something where it's going to, you know, push me out of my professional comfort zone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I can... I can learn a lot about um, a particular social issue or Mm -hmm. about um, my own professional strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Very cool. So we'll see. We'll see where I (laughs) I can't guarantee that I'll be working at a university in a few months. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Perhaps the the future holds something exciting for me. Very awesome. I have one more question. Um, With other students, we've talked about, volunteerism mm. and I know you've had a lot of thoughts and ideas on mm-hmm. that but I'd love for you to touch on that a little bit especially now you're thinking about working in nonprofits yeah while living abroad well one thing that we're trying to focus on as we prepare our students to study abroad is ethical engagement with mm-hmm. their new communities so um when I was in grad school, I stumbled across this principle called fair trade learning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also called like ethical global service learning. Mm-hmm. So what fair trade learning um, challenges you to do is think about ways that you can engage with communities as opposed to engaging for or engaging in service to communities. Mm -hmm. So some of the core principles focus on forming mutually beneficial or mutually reciprocal relationships, Mm -hmm. but also thinking more consciously about your overall impact on other people and your environments when you go abroad. Mm -hmm. So um, I think, you know, in addition to understanding all of the logistics that are important for a student's study abroad experience, we really strive to kind of take the conversation to the next level. Mm -hmm. Yes, we want to make sure that you know how to get a passport 
or that you know how to travel from city A to city B, mm-hmm. that you have health insurance. You know, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that the essentials are covered, mm-hmm. but we also want to challenge students to be, you know, responsible uh, members of their host community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't like it when we see students go to a place like London mm-hmm. or Rome or Prague and just use that as a point of departure for traveling to different cities or different countries mm-hmm. every single weekend. Yeah. You know, when a student comes back and they brag about the number of passport stamps that they have in mm-hmm. their passport, mm-hmm. it makes my stomach sink, not in a good way, mm-hmm. um, because I question what their motivations were for the study abroad experience. Mm-hmm. I fear that students who collect 10 plus passport stamps likely didn't develop very strong connections Mm -hmm. in their host community. And perhaps they even missed the whole opportunity to explore their host community. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that, that my interest in fair trade learning really comes from my Peace Corps experience Mm -hmm. because I was situated in a small village that was, 12 hours from the capital. Mm -hmm. I mean, in order to get to the capital, to my village, you had to take a 12 hour overnight train Mm -hmm. and then a two hour bus. So because I was in this small community, I ended up staying there most weekends. Mm -hmm. I worked there. I developed strong relationships with my host family and other community members. Mm -hmm. And That experience was very meaningful for me. Mm -hmm. And I want to try to create the same space for our students to have similar experiences. Mm -hmm. But it can't be done if, Mm -hmm. you know, you're traveling to a different destination each weekend. So I think that's why we talk about something like fair trade learning is, is we don't want students to miss out on such a rich opportunity. Yeah. You've got a lot of wisdom to share. <laughs> I'm sad that you're leaving St. Norbert, but I'm happy for all your future endeavors. Well, I saw I saw <laughs> President Breeze the other day at lunch. And mm-hmm. He's like, we'll allow you to go abroad for a few years, but then make <laughs> sure you come back again for mm-hmm. your fourth time, right? <laughs> and who knows? We can't rule that out, Paige. <laughs> we can't. Obviously not. <laughs> with your history. We've seen it before. <laughs> so don't be surprised if you see me. Sitting here on campus in five years' time. (laughs) (laughs) We'd love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sitting and chatting with me today. Yeah, thanks for the conversation, Paige. (laughs) It's been great. And good luck in London. Thanks so much. (laughs) What happens abroad stays abroad unless you talk it out. If you're interested in sharing your story, contact us at studyabroad at snc.edu.